Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. It is such a privilege and honor to be with you today. We're going to be talking this week in regards to God's marvelous grace and what God actually did through Jesus to set us free and free us from sickness and bondage and sin. And You know, so many times people just talk about just the sin part of that, but God did a miraculous work. You know, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians one thirty one, He who glories, let him glory in the Lord. You know, if, if someone asked you, you know, what must I do to inherit eternal life? You would probably tell them, well, you know, you believe in the Lord Jesus and you'll be saved. That's probably what most of us would say. But you know, there's a rich young ruler that asked Jesus the same question. But instead of telling the man to believe in him, Jesus gave him the law. You can find that in Mark 10, 17 22 Jesus saw that the young ruler lived his life taking pride in his ability to keep the law, to earn salvation and the favor of God. But because of his love for the man, Jesus had to show him that those who live by the law must realize that their self-efforts and what they do in their performance cannot save them. He therefore reminded the man, you know the commandments, You do not commit adultery. You do not steal. You honor your father and your mother. The young ruler showed him that he trusted in the law giving when he replied, Teacher, all these things, I've kept them since I was a little boy. I've kept them since I was a young man. So Jesus had to tell him, One thing you lack though, brother. Sell whatever you have and give it to the poor and come and follow me. When the young ruler heard that, he walked away sorrowful. Well, you think about it a minute. Jesus first said, you know, you know about the Ten Commandments. And the young guy said, you know, he was all excited. He said, I've done that my whole life. I've followed the rules. You know, there's so many people today in the world that they've done right. They've followed the Ten Commandments. They haven't broken the royal law. They've, they've done all the, the, the things that they could possibly do to be right. They've went to church. They've paid their tithes. They've served on the deacon board. They've taught a Sunday school class. They've done all those things that seem right. But when we boast of have keeping, keeping the law, it will always point to something we lack or have failed to obey. Now think about that a minute. When we boast of having kept the law, it will always point to something we lack or have failed to obey. See, the law was never intended for you to live by it because you couldn't. The law was to point to you and to let you know that you were a sinner. So anytime you want to pull out the law and you want to pull out your performance, you're going to always fall because you can't keep 613 different ways and performances and, and rituals. And, you know, the law is holy and it's perfect that if you don't keep even one iota of it, It has no choice but to judge and to curse you. Galatians 3 and 10 tells us that. That is what the law was designed to do in the beginning, to to reveal to us that we couldn't keep the law, that we needed something greater than us. We needed something greater than a base based on performance and based on what we've done or what we've been able to do. God does not want us to boast in our abilities to keep the law. If we are to have confidence in anything at all, if we are to boast in anything at all, it is the grace of God. See, that's the thing we need to boast on. Remember 1 Corinthians 1.31, He who glories, let him glory in the Lord. So we've got to understand that only His grace can completely keep and save and heal and deliver 
and bless us. So we got to understand that it has nothing to do with our base performance. It has nothing to do with our rituals or how we carry ourselves out. It has nothing to do with that. The, the design of the law in the beginning was to point man to Christ because that was a, the tutor of what was supposed to happen, that you and I would see that we could not keep the 613 laws and that, or even the Ten Commandments a lot of times. Because most of us is coveted. Most of us have, have eaten meat on, on Saturday. Most of us have, have, have not honored our father and mother all the time. Most of us have, have done somewhere along the way, broken some of the commandments, done some of the things that we shouldn't have done. And we know we, we, that without Christ and his marvelous grace, we would all fall short of the glory of God. So let's not boast in what we have done or what are we able to do, but boast in His grace for us. You know, where sin abounds, grace abounds even more. That He's our strength, He's our health, He's our favor, He's our prosperity, He's our wisdom, He's our hope, He's our salvation, He's, he, he's our glory. This is how we will see ourselves enjoying inheritance of abundant life. When we understand that only His grace, not our works, can save, keep, heal, deliver, and bless us. Now, what if we could get a hold of that today and we could boast in God's grace for us? That would be a marvelous work. How do we do that? When we understand that God's marvelous grace is taking us from place to place to place to place, and it's because of not based on our performance, it's based on that finished work of Jesus Christ. That's the beauty of grace.